Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Allie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys within wellness and how to navigate it all. After Allie experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s. And Erica went through a sustained 50-pound weight loss and self-love journey. We created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness and empower you to feel your absolute best. And because we want to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. Hi guys, welcome back to Courageous Wellness. We have a delicious episode for you this week. But before we get into it, we are going to share just our weekly updates, what we're enjoying in wellness and all that good stuff. And I'm going to start Ali, since I'm talking, but I'm really obsessed with what I'm going to share. And that is, which is kind of like a little of a spendy wellness thing, but it's worth mentioning, which is the higher dose sauna blanket is a life-changing wellness edition in my life. And I mention it because it was actually gifted to my husband. So that is why I have it. So I did not splurge on it. I don't know if I would splurge on it, but if you're splurgy and you're listening to this and you love infrared sauna as much as I did before the pandemic, it is worth every penny alley. I, I would buy it for myself. I love it so much, so much. Wow. So much. I'm obsessed. And I've been, I don't know if you can go in it every day. Maybe you can, but I have to literally stop myself from using it every single day. <laughs> it's just, I love to sweat. And I did, I really loved if you're local in the Los Angeles area, um, Kelly Bloodgood, who was on our podcast, she has a studio and she, um, has infrared pods and, you know, they're so healing for, you know, she, was able she to autoimmune stuff. Yeah. yeah. Lyme disease. And so there's so many benefits to infrared sauna and I would treat myself to it, um, before the pandemic, but I'm, I'm still not personally ready to go into studios. I know most people are, um, but yeah, my husband received it as a gift and I am using it and I love it. And you wrap yourself in as a burrito, like you're all wrapped in and, and it's just, I love it. And I love the sweat and yeah, it's something I'm personally loving That's and I was very excited to share and we're not sponsored or affiliates or anything like that. Yeah. I just, if anyone is interested in a sauna blanket or infrared sauna, or was wondering if it's worth the hype, um, it is worth the hype. Cause I know a lot of influencers talk about it and plug it, but, and you never really know with that stuff, right. Um, it is worth the hype hundred percent. So just wanted to share Allie, just nice. to right I'm going to have to like come over and use it. Um, oh, how long do you, how, how long do you go in it for? So they recommend 
30 to 35 minutes, but I go in for 40 and okay. it's automatic. Cause I used to do 40 in a pod. So yeah. again, I know my body and I know I've done 40 minutes. Um, and it takes my body about 30 minutes to start sweating. Yeah. Um, so I go in for 40, the blanket automatically turns off after an hour for safe. Cause you could fall asleep. Like, yeah, I've fallen asleep in the pods before when I would go. Um, but I love it. And so if it's just something, again, I wanted to share because I know it's a different world and most people are totally comfortable, especially if you're vaccinated being out in society, but I'm still cautious and I love it. And I, I, you know, I, I think it's worth it. I didn't buy it for myself. I'm really grateful that, um, it was a gift that we beautifully received, but, um, yeah, I love it. That's nice. Love it. What about you, Allie? How are you doing? Um, you're doing a meal delivery this week at time of recording. How's it going? Um, um, I'm good. So I'm doing Sakara meal delivery this week. I know you did it last week. And um, it's actually my first time. I've had some of their products before and I actually have their cookbook. So I, I'm sort of familiar with a lot of the recipes and stuff, but it's my first time doing their meal delivery. And honestly, I'm really enjoying it so far. It's delicious. Um, I don't mean to say that like in a surprised way. I've always thought they had beautiful food. I've made, like I said, I've made some of the recipes, so I know it's tasty, but you know, they're, there's all, they're all different. And, um, if you've listened to previous episodes, you know, that it's completely plant-based. Um, the breakfasts are not typically the type of breakfast that I eat, but I have to say like, cause they're a little bit more they're not sweet, but they're like on the sweet side of breakfast rather than the savory side of breakfast. But because Sakara is committed to such like wonderful, nutritious, um, ingredients, I think they also know how to make those types of things. Like whether it be a muffin or granola with, um, no like added sugars and plenty of proteins and fibers to keep you full. Like the, the muffin that I had today had, um, seeds and nuts. And there was a, uh, like a coconut, um, based cream cheese. So that was like some healthy fat. So it wasn't like I ate a muffin and then all of a sudden was hungry again, which can often happen if it's not, you know, blood sugar stabilizing, but they know really how to use ingredients, uh, and plant-based ingredients to make sure that you stay full between meals. Yeah, no, it was my, the two things I had last week when I did it was, um, I had these almond cacao waffles for breakfast. Yum. They were the most delicious. They actually sent me the rest. They sent the recipe to with everyone with the meal delivery. Um, and it used their metabolism powder, Mm. which I have since purchased and love, which I'll talk about in a second, but, um, I'm going to make these waffles again, because they were so good, but you're right because everything is organic, plant-based gluten-free. It doesn't spike your blood sugar the same way waffles or a muffin. It's just, that's why I love doing the meal delivery when I've done it is because it is, such unique food yeah. that you it's can't creative. Really, it's I think that's the thing creative. is it's creative. It's beautiful. They're all about eating your water. So it's very hydrating. Um, yeah. And so far it's been filling. And that was sort of my one thing I was like, I'm waiting out to see if I am, if this food is satiating and thus far, 
yeah, thus far it is. So, um, and it's delicious on top of it. So I'm excited also, to be working with them now. I also had in one of my meals, they used the Monty's strawberry cream mm, cheese. Mm-hmm. And I know, um, Lauren, um, the founder of Monty's was on our podcast yes. and, um, I think she's in whole foods now too. If anyone wants to try Monty's, but the strawberry cream cheese was my delicious. I hadn't had the strawberry flavor. Ooh, it was so good. So, um, yeah, that was fun when I saw Lauren's product in my little meal delivery, but, um, yes, the metabolism powder, I can't recommend enough. I think a couple of weeks ago, I talked about how I was buying it and eagerly awaiting for it to come. And it's chocolatey. It's full of goodness for your gut. And I've made it with cock, uh, mocktails. I was gonna say cocktails. Um, coffee is what I was going to say. They have a mocktail espresso martini recipe mm-hmm. with it, but, um, I've used it in my coffee to yeah. like make a superfood coffee and it's, it's delicious. I highly recommend. And if anyone wants to try Sakara, we, um, have a code with them where first time orders on any product, meal delivery, metabolism, powder, clean boutique cookbook, you can save 20% with code XO courageous. So if you want to try it yourself, um, you can use that discount and get 20% off, which is great. Um, but I love it. I also highly recommend their popcorn, which is seasonal. They only offer it twice a year. And I also ordered that and I can't, I literally Allie, like I, it's a huge, it's like holiday popcorn. Yeah. It's like those tins. Oh my God. I ate all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Um, anyway, uh, we have a really good episode for you guys today with Kaylee of Sacred Serve. So do you want to jump into it? We can, yeah, we let's can do get it. started. So today on the podcast, we have a conversation with Kaylee, as I just mentioned, Kaylee Donwald, the founder of Sacred Serve, a plant-powered gelato. After years of struggling with debilitating allergies and asthma and hearing doctors tell her that she would have to take medication her entire life, Kaylee healed herself through food while living in Indonesia. Kaylee returned home to Chicago and was on a mission to help people heal through food too. So she created Sacred Serve. Sacred Serve is a plant-powered gelato that is focused on adding function into the frozen aisle. Kaylee wants to remind people that food is here to nourish our bodies. With a base of organic young coconut meat mixed with superfoods, adaptogenic herbs, and medicinal mushrooms, a creamy gelato is born and packed with plant-based nutrition, and it's really delicious too. We're big fans. We've tried many of the flavors and really enjoyed hearing about Kaylee's personal journey in wellness, healing through food, and her entrepreneurial journey as well. So please enjoy the episode. This episode is sponsored by Milk and Honey. Milk and Honey is a line of non-toxic, effective, and safe bath, body, and skincare products made in small batches in Austin, Texas. They source ingredients as hyper-clean as possible, which means both choosing organic and making thoughtful, informed choices on safe ingredients. Milk and Honey is a female-founded and funded brand that offers a wide variety of non-toxic bath, body, and skincare products that will make you feel nourished inside and out. Their online boutique also offers products from other top brands, including Osea Malibu, 
Virtue, Moon Juice, Kula Sun Care, and more. Some of our favorite products include Milk and Honey's Baking Soda Free Aluminum Free Deodorant and Lavender Tea Tree, which I have been exclusively using for years. I also love Milk and Honey's Gel Cleanser and Osea's Body Oil and Vegas Nerve Oil, which activates the body's relaxation response and helps regulate stress. If you want to try Milk and Honey, you can receive 15% off your order by visiting milkandhoney.com and using the code CWPODCAST, one word, at checkout. You can also find the direct link in our show notes. This episode is brought to you by our health coaching subscription service on Patreon. The Courageous Wellness Collective has expanded on Patreon to bring our listeners and clients an all-access, accessible platform to educate, inform, and create nutrition and lifestyle habits to meet your personal goals. For $8.99 a month, patrons will receive weekly video content on topics ranging from blood sugar stabilization, gut health, hormone balance, energy, sleep, skin health, how to shop the grocery store, pantry staples, and much more. Included, you'll also receive access to monthly virtual webinars, recipes, and special guest content too. With this subscription, you are guaranteed at least four pieces of fresh health coaching content each month. To learn more and become a patron, visit www.patreon.com slash courageous wellness, or check out our show notes. We look forward to welcoming you to our coaching community. Welcome, Kaylee. We are so excited to talk to you today and have this conversation about your really cool journey into the work that you do. So to start us off, can you share how, what is your journey in health and wellness? How did it begin and lead you to where you are today? Sure. What a great loaded first question. So, you know, I think it all really started growing up. I suffered really severe cases of both asthma and allergies. And that was something that I saw a ton of doctors and specialists about. And they all told me that I was born with these conditions and would really just need medication for the rest of my life. I even had surgeries on my nose and throat um, because I was getting sick all the time. And it wasn't until I was 25 years old that I was on a sabbatical um, living abroad in Bali, Indonesia. And I embarked on a two week raw food cleanse. And within that short amount of time, my body completely healed itself of all of those conditions without any medication. And it was so, such a rapid and complete healing. It was so different than how I had felt on medicine that that was really the first piece of, of cracking open my brain to really think that there's something really powerful here. Um, I'm curious when you embarked on that, uh, two week raw food sort of experiment, was there, was the impetus to do that just something out of curiosity or was like, how did you decide to do that? Or why did you decide? Yeah, good question. I had um, prior to that taken a sabbatical from work where I went to go live in India um, and study yoga and meditation. And that was kind of um, the first part of my journey where I really felt this mind body connection. And so that was what got me started 
interested in looking further into kind of alternative therapies and nutrition and other things. So um, when I left India, I went straight down to Indonesia. And so that was kind of why I had this mentality of, well, let me explore, you know, I've moved my body in a certain way and that's affected me in this way. What could food and nutrition do um, for also my mind and body? And had you ever like before this, right? Cause that's pretty remarkable. It's almost like lightning striking at the perfect time. Right. But had you, what was your relationship with food and diet and movement before this? Was it, were you on that path or was this just like a magical synchronistic moment that happened? Yeah, I really was not on this path. So I grew up eating the standard American diet and um, I had, you know, I had gotten into yoga, which was kind of like the gateway for me into this whole world of wellness. But, um, you know, I was practicing that and still not really relating it um, to a lot of these other healing modalities. And so, yeah, I was, I was very new and very uneducated um, in this realm for sure. Wow. And so what is your, so you had this two weeks of raw food, you completely heal yourself. What's next? Like how, like, where are you today? Where did it lead you? Are you off all of your medications for allergies, asthma? How did it progress after those two weeks? Yeah. So when those two weeks happened and and really I felt, you know, what it feels like to breathe for the first time in my life, which just was so profound. um, I actually got a little bit angry and jaded because I thought about my experience, how no doctor, well, for one, it was very clear that I wasn't born with these conditions. And I realized that I had actually been giving myself these conditions through the food choices I was making without even realizing it. And so to kind of recognize that no doctor had ever even inquired about my diet was a really heavy thing for me to have to realize. Um, So I then from there um, quit my job and consulting at the time and went back to school for nutrition. And I felt very motivated to share this information with more people that our bodies have this ability to heal themselves as long as we're nourishing them with the right things, which, you know, this was about seven, eight years ago, um, wasn't really as well known as it is today. Yeah, it's true. I think in the last, you know, 10 years, and that's being sort of generous, there's been a little bit more of a mainstream curiosity um, about food as a a medicinal tool that it can be um, very sort of effective and positive in that realm, just as much as like the food can give you the allergies, the food can also take it away. Um, So that's, you know, I think that's a positive step, obviously, like, we're still still dealing culturally on like a big scale with um, long term chronic illness, mm-hmm. but but I do think, as you said, like even in the last few years, there's been a little bit more of a mainstream, just at least curiosity about um, different alternatives to how we to how we eat, and um, so I'm I'm curious now that you went back to school for nutrition. You dove deeper into this in your own life, left a career in consulting. And then how does that spark to get into the ice cream world? (laughs) (laughs) Right. It sounds pretty random. And we're talking about health and how on earth does that relate to ice cream? Um, But really the process of that journey was that I went back to school for nutrition uh, and I really had the goal of moving back to Bali because I saw a lot of um, what's called digital nomads over there running businesses online. And so I felt like if I can become a health coach, I can do that from Bali. So that's what I did. I wound up moving back there and was coaching 
working with people one-on-one -on -one back here in the States, just all virtually. Um, but what I felt at the time was that this work was so impactful and these people were doing just as I did, you know, weaning off medications and feeling so much better. Um, but that really, it was one hour of my time with, with an hour of someone else in terms of an impact driven there. Um, and I wanted to have more of a reach. So that's when I started thinking about a product-based business and, you know, what better place to start than the most dairy sugar laden category that there is to really prove out that we could do it in a more nutrient dense way. Yes. And for anyone who has not tried your delicious ice creams yet, um, Secret Serve, it's, they are quite nutrient dense, but also do not skimp on flavor. And actually you got, you, you have some really unique, um, flavors and just really interesting, like sort of flavor profiles that are just quite delicious. I feel like it's almost like an elevated ice cream experience. Um, a little bit of like that sort of culinary, um, you know, like that kind of treat. So can you tell us a little bit or tell our listeners a little bit about, about your company now and, and what it is and what you achieve with it in the ice cream space? Yeah, absolutely. So we, um, again, with the, the mission of really making this as nutrient dense as we can and adding functional ingredients in there, um, we have five flavors and all of them use what's called young coconut meat as the base. And so this is a really different ingredient when you're comparing it to coconut milk, which is what a lot of non-dairy ice cream companies will use. Um, the young coconut meat is something that I actually discovered while living in Bali and it's, it's very unique. So it comes from the same green coconuts that give you coconut water, uh, which most people are familiar with. And so on the inside of those shells, after you dump the water out, you can kind of scrape it and there's this little coconut pulp. Um, but it's really cool because it's packed with fiber and all five essential electrolytes and vitamins and minerals and has this really subtle coconut taste. Um, so it just gives all of our flavors that really rich and creamy base without us having to use extra, you know, gums and stabilizers and things that aren't so beneficial for the body. So yeah, we start with that base. We sweeten everything with coconut sugar, which is low glycemic, um, which makes it diabetic and paleo friendly. And then all of our flavors just come from different superfoods, adaptogenic herbs, and even some medicinal mushrooms. So really getting the functional push there. That's yeah. the best. Who doesn't love getting nutrients <laughs> and fiber and all yeah. of that from, from delicious, delicious ice cream. Can you talk to us about the flavors that you do have? And if you do have a favorite one? Yeah, um, we started with salted caramel. So that's our most basic pair down. Um, and we really feature the MCTs in there, which MCTs are medium chain triglycerides, which is kind of the healthier fat, the beneficial fat that really supports our brains. Um, we have matcha mint chip. So that has kind of the elevated matcha in there for antioxidants. And then um, the mint is coming from peppermint essential oil. So that's going to be really good for digestion. It's antimicrobial. Uh, we have a chaga chocolate. Chaga is one of the most potent antioxidants in the world. It's, it's a medicinal mushroom um, that grows on birch trees. It's pretty cool. Um, but so we've elevated that chocolate with the chaga as well as maca root, which is an adaptogen that comes from Peru, really good for hormone balancing. And what's nice about that flavor is actually um, with the cacao in there, that increases the absorption of the chaga mushroom. So we're kind of looking at this from a synergistic 
standpoint of these recipes. Um, and then we have a chai latte flavor that uses saffron that comes from um, Afghanistan. We're working with uh, women farmers over there, which is pretty cool. And then um, our newest flavor is the cookies and cream, tiger nut cookies and cream uh, that leverages activated charcoal for some detox support, as well as tiger nut flour, which is a really cool uh, new ingredient on the market these days. It's actually not a nut. It's a little root vegetable, um, but it's packed with resistant starches. So it acts as this really nice prebiotic. So again, good for digestion and uh, really good for immunity too. Yeah, you guys, I feel like you make the act of eating ice cream, like something that we should all be doing, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Um, which is, which is the fun part. Yeah. I was, you know, when I, we got the ability to try it and it was the opportunity to try it and it was so, um, yummy. And I, I've been dairy free for 10 years because of an allergy, probably longer than 10 years now. Um, but So I probably tried every non-dairy ice cream (laughs) on the market over the last decade. And I have to say, like having um, Sacred Serve, it was a very different, like unique experience, especially from a flavor perspective. And um, also just like, I think because of the ingredients that you use, um, it, it doesn't leave you feeling like it's really an alternative to something. Like it's sort of, I thought the unique aspect of it was like, it's its own, yes, it's an ice cream, but it doesn't feel like it's a replacement ice cream for dairy ice cream. It feels like it's its own unique um, recipe and thing. And it's not trying to be something else, yeah. if that makes sense. Totally. Which, yeah, which I really I loved about it, and um, I thought that was like one of the the coolest thing. And I actually tested it on other members of my household, <laughs> and um, who are not as a I don't know, not as always like uniquely interested in the dairy free options yeah. as I am. And um, yeah. it was very popular. So Excellent. yeah, yeah, it was really it was really I think a unique product for for sort of what's out there. And there's a lot of good stuff these days, but knowing yeah. that you can also gain beneficial nutrients from eating it. It's just sort of a, an extra added bonus. Totally. Totally. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question too, because um, kind of going backwards a little bit, but you went back to Bali, right? Your health coaching there. Um, as we talked about pre-interview, you're now back in Chicago. So yeah. I'm so curious to like, not only your journey back to the States, but I think like what the question that came to mind for me was really, how do you bring the magic of what you experienced in Bali back to like real life in the United <laughs> States. Yeah. Cause I think so many times, right. Like people have that connection or you did, like you moved, you lived there, you like, but, but now you're back. It's like, how did you, and how do you bring that magic of Bali into your everyday life and, and what brought you back home? 
Yeah, this is such a great question. And I will tell you that I very much struggle bringing that magic back. And I think about traveling back all the time. Um, but, you know, I think one of the nicest things about living in Bali at the time was one, there was so much access to all of this alternative uh, medicine and wellness. Um, but it was also very affordable because you're kind of leveraging the US dollar while you're living there. So it was just this total mecca um, of wellness. And so I think what I do here is try and keep some of those routines up. So in Bali, you could get a really great um, deep tissue massage for like $5, you know? And so I would do that all the time. It's so good for the lymphs. Um, and so I've been able to find here in Chicago, there's reflexology places that you can get um, like an hour done for about $28. And so, you know, kind of transitioning and not going the full spa route and getting a $300 massage, but trying to incorporate, you know, a $28 massage every other week or every week um, has been really very beneficial for my health. One new thing that I've been exploring here is uh, infrared saunas as well. So that was something that I was doing in Bali as well um, that I think was just really, really good for detoxing and, and getting my health back. Um, and then just consistent, a consistent yoga practice as well, just kind of remaining tied into that practice um, has been really beneficial. But um, no, certainly the stress and the pace in the US is a different beast. And I think that it is very hard to, um, yeah, stand out against that. As much as I know that we're moving too fast, it's like, if I don't, I'm going to get left behind. So it's a hard thing to manage for sure. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was going to ask, especially right with, with chronic illness in general, food is so important and, yeah. and diet can make such a big difference in, in our overall health, but environmental stress and yeah. the way, like you said, we live life here in America, um, can definitely impact our health. So, um, I think that's really interesting to note because I think healing is a journey. It's like, it's such and, a journey and have you found that like with your own yeah. healing, like, and, and maybe you can talk to that. Cause I think it can okay. be so discouraging to so many people like, Oh, well I made it like two or three years living this way, mm -hmm. healthy or free from ailments. And then poof, they came back. I'm sure in the yeah. last year, so many people experienced that with the pandemic and those stressors. So can you yeah. talk to us a little bit about that aspect of your healing journey as well? Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's definitely never linear. And I think that that you're right, it can be so frustrating and discouraging. And I think that is probably one of the biggest takeaways I've had to even learn with healing is that it is a journey and to be patient with it. Um, so yeah, I've gone through ups and downs. I did all of this really tremendous healing in Bali. I felt so much better. And then as I started this business, it's really amazing. Um, that I've gone through so much stress and overwhelm that I really started to see a lot of health issues start to come back, specifically through the pandemic. Um, but knowing how to heal and how to get back to that has been so important. And it, that's what I used to teach when I was health coaching too, because like you're saying, it's easy to fall off and it's easy to have external stressors that you can't control. Um, but I've just found a lot of stability in knowing how to get back. And even if I'm not feeling well, knowing that I know how to get back, um, just really puts a sense of calm in me. Um, but yeah, I think more than anything, probably the biggest thing that I've had to learn is that it's the incremental things really matter. And I used to have this all or nothing mentality. I think 
you know, we see it all the time. People saying, well, I'm not going to work out unless I can do a full hour and really sweat and forget the 15 minute walk. But all those little, little things do really add up. And so that's what I'm focusing on these days. We are so excited to offer our listeners a new discount to one of the best probiotic supplements on the market, Seed. Whether you are a Patreon member in our nutrition community or a regular listener of the podcast, you know that Ali and I are both very serious when it comes to the importance of gut health and building a thriving microbiome. I personally have been using Seed for months and have noticed a big difference in my digestion and bloating. I am now devoted to taking Seed every morning before food and I'm really excited to share their daily symbiotic with our audience. The formulation of the daily symbiotic combines a probiotic and prebiotic, is vegan and gluten-free, and includes 24 clinically studied naturally occurring strains not found in yogurt or fermented foods and beverages, and lives up to the highest standards for human and planetary health. Yes. In addition to being a really reliable probiotic and prebiotic supplement, Seed is committed to creating science-based education for all those that partner with them through accountable advertising at Seed University. This is where we are all committed to not spreading misinformation about health on the internet, which is pretty important. Also, I personally love their commitment to sustainability with a refill system and all recyclable or biodegradable packaging materials. Erica and I only advertise products that we use and feel are of benefit to us and by extension could be of value to our community. If you would like to order C Daily Symbiotics to incorporate into your own gut health routine, Go to seed.com and use Courageous15 at checkout for 15% off. Or click on the link in our show notes or the link tree on Instagram. We have an exciting new discount for our listeners with Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic offers superfood coffee and elixirs to upgrade your daily routine. The powerful antioxidants, antiviral effects, and immune-boosting properties of mushrooms transform your cup of joe from an energy-boosting treat to a health-enhancing choice. Along with mushroom coffee, Four Sigmatic also offers mushroom elixirs, mushroom hot cocos, and other shroom-filled products. Erica uses the lion's mane in her morning superfood coffee, and even though I hate mushrooms, I absolutely love the products, especially the matcha latte powder, which contains myataki mushrooms and adaptogens. For 10% off Four Sigmatic products, visit foursigmatic.com and use the code COURAGEOUS at checkout, and there's also a direct link in our show notes. Yeah, I think that's good sort of general mentality for any of us, no matter what sort of area of our life it's in. As Erica always says, she's like, it doesn't like what you do. It's what you do most of the time that matters, not what you do, you know, once in a while or some of the time. Um, So I'm curious too, as we're sort of exploring the different levels of stress that you had to deal with culturally as you transitioned back. But you also then pivoted into this entrepreneurial space with having a product-based business. Mm-hmm. And did you have any background or knowledge in how to start that? Or was it also like learn as you go? And um, and how did you really get the idea for for wanting to venture into this into this space? 
Yeah, I definitely didn't have very much experience. Um, my background is really in finance. So it was really a learn as you go process, which is also very painful. Um, but the idea originally came, so my friend is a raw food chef and he lived in Bali for quite some time as well. And so he had discovered that young coconut meat too. And so we had gotten together and thought, you know, can we really tackle something? Is there a cool recipe we can create um, using this as the base? And he had done some experiments with ice cream recipes in the past as well. Um, so we felt like, you know, there's really a market for this and no one's doing anything in such a way um, that it could be very cool. Yeah, I imagine, I imagine like having at least the finance background gives you a little bit of a foundation for going into business, but still going into business for yourself too yeah. is always a new yeah. experience. <laughs> so yeah. how do you deal with this, I guess, like the added aspect of stress being an entrepreneur now, um, this sort of like rat race mentality that we sometimes have, like this idea of being, I say we, because I think anybody who's like an entrepreneur can relate yeah. to it. There's always something to do yep. and setting boundaries can be difficult, like as we learn, as we go. But um, in addition to the sort of wellness practices that you shared before, how do you manage, you know, being an entrepreneur, being, being the boss and, um, and, and setting boundaries for yourself and for what, you know, your day might look like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this has been one of the most challenging things that I think I've ever done truly is the boundary setting around work. Like on it, starting the company is hard work, but the boundaries around it seem to be actually harder. Um, so I have the type of personality, I'm very type A and very driven and very competitive. So all of those things together, um, I really personally took a backseat. Like I put my health in the backseat when I was driving this business early on um, and started to ex exhibit a lot of symptoms of burnout. So that has been my biggest learning lesson through this journey is um, obviously I can't push this business forward unless I myself am healthy. So that has to be the first step. Um, but kind of recognizing symptoms of burnout are things like brain fog, lack of motivation, tired all the time. So when I start to notice little symptoms like that creep in is a huge red flag to me now. And I'll essentially stop whatever I'm doing and, you know, and take an hour and go for a walk or do something else and change pace. Um, but I think, you know, the way my brain works, what has been most beneficial and helpful for me so far is to kind of prioritize and look at my health as if it is a business to-do items. So like putting these things on my actual business to-do list, like take a walk for 25 minutes or go get reflexology for an hour. Um, Cause there's a lot of guilt around it. And so that has been the most challenging thing is kind of getting rid of that guilt and telling myself if I'm outside sitting for 25 minutes in the sun, getting vitamin D, this is good for the business. It's not me stepping away from the business. It's me contributing to the business. And so that has probably been, um, a helpful, maybe not healthy, but a helpful thing for me to do. <laughs> that's really great. I, I love that. I think that's so important because you do have to take care of yourself to make everything else run. It reminds me of parents too. I feel like that's advice they give to yeah. <laughs> parents or friends that I have with little um, kids. It's like, you have to take care of yourself to be able to show up as the best parent you can be. And I think it does all of this takes 
practice, right? Because I think sometimes it can get like very eye rolly, um, like, oh yeah, but like, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't, but it's not about that. It's just like, it's scheduling in. I'm going to go get sunlight and go for a walk, or I'm going to have a phone call with my best friend or family member who like helps fill up my cup. Like there are ways to prioritize yourself and, and we just have to do it. I think I've mentioned this so many times. I don't, I don't think I've mentioned it in a really long time, but it's, um, uh, the, the bucket analogy from nutritionist, Robert Yang. Um, but he, um, he was on our podcast and he shared, he goes, we all have these buckets and when they overflow, they, that's when we get sick. That's when disease begins. But the, the thing is like, we can't control, like we're talking about a stressor or a trauma or a pandemic, which will bring our buckets to the tippy tippy top. So if your bucket is always at the tippy top, one stressor is going to tip it over. And so he really talked about how important it is through self-care, through meditation, through these things that are not eye rolly at all Mm -hmm. to keep our buckets as low as possible. Um, yeah. So I I think about that a lot and I love, I love what you shared. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That visual. I I was working with a functional doctor who had something similar and he kind of called our health. Like we have an internal bank and that's kind of leading back to like all the little things matter because he's like, look, if you go for a walk for 20 minutes, that's plus 20 minute walk in your health bank. And then you eat a cheeseburger and it's minus five, you know, so you can kind of see how all these little things do over time really add up both positive and negative, and it can kind of help you make those decisions. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm curious with your company now, what, um, and, and it's, it's out, it's distributed, um, in certain, you know, in certain places and you can share to where, uh, where people can access it, but, um, access your products. But I'm curious, like what, now that you're at this phase where you have secret serve and, these delicious flavors and you guys just released a new one. I have to try the cookies. Yeah. It's a cookies and cream, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, where do you see, like, what are the kind of next phases um, of your vision for, for the company? Yeah. What we're working on this year is really just expanding our reach. So we're going to stick with these five flavors now and really work to get into more stores and more regions um, so we can reach more customers. So that has been an exciting thing for us um, to be really looking at scaling up internally, adding to our team um, and thinking of some new things that we could launch into market. We're looking at maybe building out an ambassador network and really just driving community a little bit more, which has always been my goal. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's exciting. And I love seeing small businesses start to get the attention um, in, in a larger way for what they're doing and what their mission is. And, you know, the sort of the concept, if we, if we like scale out a little bit and just look at the concept of what you do, which is this idea of adding really nutrient dense ingredients into a food that like culturally everybody loves already. Mm-hmm. And that they, this idea of like good and bad foods, which Erica and I don't really like mm-hmm. here. We don't like labeling. Obviously certain things yeah. are going to have benefits and certain things are going to have costs, right. Mm-hmm. As far as our health goes. And, um, yes, we have bio-individuality, but we also have to contend with, you know, the standard American diet and a lot of processed things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but adding, like having an experience of eating something like ice cream that culturally 
is very loved mm-hmm. and accepted. Um, but that it, ha- it can be an experience that actually benefits your health mm-hmm. rather than when it's like, oh, well, I'm going to have an ice cream today. You right. know? Like something you can actually do for yourself. How, how cool is that? Like that idea. And like, I think this sort of movement that's happening, I hope to see it across all different types of mm-hmm. foods or quote unquote food products, because it will little by little help revolutionize, you know, our food industry, the demand for these types of foods and, um, and what we can achieve mm-hmm. and enjoy at the same time. Like it doesn't have to be one or the other. Right. Um, I think that's what we get passionate about here is like food that we truly enjoy. That's absolutely delicious. And that's contributing mm-hmm. to our health mm-hmm. um, and that those things can coexist. So it's leaders like you and what you guys are doing at Sacred Serve that I think set the precedence for maybe like other other people in the, just like in the food industry in general, yeah. taking those chances and mm-hmm. um, yeah. And creating, creating yeah. products. Yeah, absolutely. That really is and has always been our biggest goal is to really just prove out what is possible in this category. And, you know, the more attention we get and the more market share you take from the bigger guys, the more they really do pay attention and think, well, okay, we better start, you know, launching nutrient dense products or doing different things like they are. Um, So it's an exciting time. And I think we're really, it's, we're optimistic to see consumer behavior these days and, and how much focus there is around wellness and reading labels and the education that's, you know, really um, coming now is, is very exciting. Yeah. And I think, you know, you make a good point, but I think this education that's been growing, it's out of necessity. Yeah. Cause like even listening to your story and we all have our own health stories, it's like, you know, people don't want to continually just accept that suffering, Mm -hmm. um, with ailments, especially like from a really young age, just like the status quo Mm -hmm. that we don't have to feel like crap, you know? Um, so it's like that education push, I think has come out of, of the desire to not just accept, um, that like, poor health and these symptoms are just something we have to, just something we have to accept. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why we like sharing stories like yours. I think they're really important to say like, oh, well, I've had allergies my whole life and they're really miserable, but like, there's nothing I can do about it. Right. Yeah. I think I th- sharing stories is one of the most powerful things because at least for me, if I hear that someone else did something, then I, you know, just to know that it's possible gives me all of this, um, you know, fuel to just go out and try something like that for myself. So I think the healing stories of individuals is the coolest thing ever to listen to because I'm just so inspired and always get new ideas and just, yeah, like re-optimize for that. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And thank you so much for sharing your story with us all today. It's been such a fun conversation. And as we begin to wrap up, always, we conclude with three questions. And the first, I feel like we really (laughs) discussed through this conversation, but if there's anything else you'd like to add or share, um, the first question we always ask is what is your self-care practice and what are your self-care non-negotiables? Yeah, I love this. Um, 
non-negotiable is definitely a morning routine. And I think that that looks different for me over time. Um, but I usually give myself an hour and a half, if not two hours blocked out every single morning before I know I have to start work or do anything um, to do whatever I want. So, you know, make tea, have a little ceremony, go outside, read a book. Um, that time in the morning has been so powerful in terms of starting my day that that would for sure be the longest standing non-negotiable. <laughs> Thank you. And then the second question we always ask is, what does it mean um, to be courageous to you? What does that mean? Yeah, I think really listening to your intuition and following that because, you know, the status quo is very, very strong here and other people's opinion, people have opinions about everything. So it's really easy to get stuck in all of that. Um, but yeah, I think the more you can tune in and follow that, that is ultimately as courageous as you can get. Thank you so much. And so the final question we ask is, do you have any book recommendations that you can give our audience something that's inspired you along your journey on any topic? Yeah. Um, the Alchemist is a book that I always like to recommend. And I think that that was really instrumental in forging my own path, kind of being courageous like that. Um, so yeah, that was really powerful. And then if I can squeeze another one in, um, a very recent one called, do I have adrenal fatigue, um, that you can find on Amazon. But I think honestly, the adrenal fatigue is something that I think Western medicine doesn't always recognize, but functional medicine does. And it is so important. And I think this book gives so many helpful tips and tools around managing stress, um, that I just found it to be so, so valuable. Thank you for that. Yeah, that sounds like a good resource. And yeah. then um, so if anyone wants to try your ice cream, your delicious flavors, where can they, where can they find you, follow you guys on the internet? Yeah, so we um, we sell nationwide directly from our website so we can deliver anywhere. Um, and then our website also has a great store tracker to show what stores we're in. Um, but we're in the big guys like Whole Foods and Air One and Earth Fair, um, fun stores like that. So um, yeah, we're in just over 200 stores right now and hopefully growing a lot more this year. Wonderful. Thank you again for joining us and sharing your story today. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch via our website, www.courageouswellness.net, where you can also find additional info about our health coaching services, virtual group events, newsletter, and more. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness.